0: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with
1: the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience
0: that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
2: What's up, guys? Episode 553. In real life, we are very, very close, or right at the end of archery season here in Iowa and Illinois. What is the actual end day? Do we know? I think it's the
3: 15th for Illinois. 10th. The, the 10th, the same day every year. Yep, 10th.
2: Illinois runs like a week later, it's don't they? It's on a Sunday. Yeah. It ends days. on a Sunday. Yeah. So in real life, it might already be over. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's sad. It comes and goes so fast. It does. It was here, now it's gone. Like a fart in the wind. Well, countdown to next season. Here we go. Begins. Um, thanks for being here. This is another wcb classic kill episode we're gonna have some fun uh the podcast is brought to you by elite archery uh check out the omnia the era we got some uh we're gonna do some gear stuff this year i think gear related content once we get everything set up and um, basically what we're gonna run for 23 so we'll show all that uh big time byob is coming triggered all sorts of new stuff is on the way code wcb 2023 uh Huntworth gear, we're gonna talk a lot about that this episode. Code WCB 15, Scent Crusher, Old Barn Taxidermy, Loophold Optics, Trophy Line. Did you listen to last week's episode? Did ya? Were you at ATA? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Did you see the new stuff? Did, ya? did you? Did you? Did you? Use code WCB if you'd like to jump into some of that new trophy line gear. Uh spy point trail cameras, camo fire, dialed archery, Novix tree stands. Uh, Thermosy, Victory Archery, Grizzly Coolers and Blinds, Pullback and Let Go Clothing. Very thankful for all our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to get through them this week because I know we've kind of been putting the burn on people and uh, so long-winded. Very appreciative of our partners and you for being here and and listening and supporting what we do. Dougie Fresh,
1: with the all veteran right. shout out.
2: The veteran shout out.
1: Are you ready? Yep. This is submitted by Austin Mullins. Uh, the veteran is Jonathan Brown. Nice easy name. I Like it. Uh, is in the Army Infantry. infantry? The shout-out goes to my best friend that's like a brother to me. Jonathan served in the United States Army Infantry Honor Guard. He recently got out and moved back home. He's a crackhead that enjoys shooting <laughs> deer with a gun, but I'm trying to convert him to the stick and string. He enjoys going to local 3D shoots and the friendly competition in the yard. Thank you for your service, brother. So he's hunted with a gun for years but shoots the local 3D shoots, so hopefully he gets in the archery here. Cool. Thank you for your service, Jonathan, and uh, thank you for submitting that, Austin. Thanks, Jonathan. Shout out to you, Austin.
0: Awesome. You can read that one. Yeah, that was nice and easy. I figured it out. He's not illiterate. He just can't fight through talking through that mustache. My, my brain can't keep mm. up with my. See if
3: we shave the mustache, then you can talk better.
0: Yeah. It's like a blocket. i just like a fucking genius. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Elon Musk. <laughs> just his mustache, is keeping him back. Yeah. Told you back, bro. <laughs> just sucking energy out of your brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it all makes sense. Do you think, because when you're with the boys mixing it up, you talk and read fine, I feel like. And I, I mean... When you read me stories, you normally read pretty good. But Does like, he read your fucking bedtime stories. Or oh, I'm just kind of giving some credit here. Just, but when like when you talk on the mic and you have to do ads or read, you just fucking can't keep wow. it together. What's going on? I'm like a blocker, you know. Are you so nervous? You get hold up. Are you nervous? Does this like have something to do with your mom killing deer and you're like bothered by it and it's, like kind of put do. like emotional oh. trauma on you? Psychological trauma.
1: Well, that, that has nothing to do with <laughs> anything? Dude, we're is just guessing. It, okay. Is it because
2: your dad hates you? Oh, that could be it
1: used to beat me because i can't read
2: <laughs> I that. that's
1: a lot that's yeah. a i should have said, said that sounds. i should never said that i'm sorry dad i'm gonna get <laughs> down for that
2: you never figured it out did you <laughs> well i got high hopes for you doug <laughs> thank you you'll pull through thank you all right uh on with the show let's get on with the show thanks for being here guys hope you enjoy it my dad doesn't beat me I'm Chase Rolson with RubLine Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV.
3: Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail
2: Adrenaline.
3: Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey,
2: this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bull hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bowl hunter. Bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class boat hunter.
3: It's really, really not that good. good. class. Nothing
2: powerful. Let's see, we got everything going on. What's up everybody? Um, getting some people in here. We appreciate you guys jumping on. Um, we got Austin in here. Judd is in here. Hi. Um, we haven't used this, like, switcher and all that in here, so we got Mr. Cameron Dowd on the sticks over here controlling that. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I think what I'm seeing is delayed. It's delayed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a little I'm delayed. Saying. So Someone
3: asked, can I ask a question about the shoot? Yeah, for sure. Shoot your shot, bro.
2: And then we're going to get telling some some buck stories here. I'm just going to share this live real quick
0: one more place. Do it to it. Might as well, right? Yep. Then we'll get going.
3: Can we get everyone in here or is it just us?
0: Um, I think we're all in here, aren't we? That is a substantial delay. Is it that bad? It's like 25
3: seconds. Oh, there it goes.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah,
3: they're in with the beer. What the hell? am <laughs> <laughs> seeing well, your past. <laughs> what the hell? How'd you say something very inappropriate? I forgot we were <laughs> What was it? Nothing.
1: Yeah, go ahead with it. I'll tell you later. Let it rip. You'll forget.
3: <laughs> You're right. I forgot my boots tonight. I pulled a Doug. Oh. You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Would you? What'd you do? What? what Your shoes? Your your work boots? I went and bought a pair of boots at the local Farm King. You did really? Yeah, just rubber boots or what? Yeah, because you had cracks on, didn't you? No, I just had my tennis shoes on. I would have went with it. I would have got a little chilly. Wow, and it was muddy and shit. Muddy and shit. What a bummer!
2: All right, let's talk. um, All right, right. me and a few buddies have never been to a 3D deal. What's a good amount of arrows to bring? All of them.
3: (laughs) Fifteen hours. Holy smokes!
2: I mean. Bring a pile, but I mean, you're only going to shoot crazy, crazy distances if you want. You don't have to do anything you don't want
0: to, but uh, more the better, right? Some yeah. steel targets to get you.
4: We might be heckling in the background a little bit, so you might lose one.
2: Yeah, that's a good
1: point. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose one arrow for
2: sure. That's a good point. All right, let's talk. So uh, this I'll is make sure of it. This podcast will launch and Podcast Land at a later date. So uh, please go and listen to it and support us there again. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you guys being here in the live. Uh, we didn't really plan on doing a live live, we just kind of were like, Yeah, let's go for it. Um, let's give it a shot. Yeah, but man, uh, okay, we're all here in the studio, Austin. What's up? What's up, boys? What
3: up? (laughs) And (laughs) And what's crapping? Judd, what's up?
0: well you know, nothing. I'm here. Oh, hey, Judd, happy to be here. hey okay, Doug. (laughs) Hey,
3: oh, hey, hey, we're here too.
0: Happy to be
2: here. So, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of season, we're very, we're to the end of season. Not yet, not yet. I mean, we're close. We're coming down to the wire. Don't ever count Eric out. He doesn't want to eat that chip. When this gets released, it'll be over. When this launches in real podcast land, this could be done. There'll be a chip in your mouth. (laughs) Austin's a gangster.
4: Getting lucky, tripping into him, I guess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Negative. So that was the coldest day of the year, still, to date, at this point.
4: It was a cold-ass day. I think it was the, the first day that that front rolled through, so it was like... The right when the conditions got really extremely brutal was about the time I was in I was in the blind kind of waiting on it mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of going on a hunch you know hoping to get lucky but it, it ended up working out so I mean
3: even then, I texted you that day I'm like you going out because I I got off early and he's like yep I'm going I'm like. Well, if the Lord's going, I got to go. <laughs> so I went out that night also. But even in the blind with the heater in there, it was still cold. Yeah. it. it what, there wasn't anything pleasant about it. No. Th- those are the conditions you need.
4: I mean, we all we sit around all year and wait for that late season day when every deer has to get up and
2: move to the food. And that, Dude, that was the day. Anybody that says that you don't work for it and you were out and killed that deer and then they can suck it <laughs> because there wasn't a lot of dudes out on a day like that well and it's all
4: the hours that people don't see you know i mean i might have taken off i don't know 10 days the whole season yeah so when you're looking at over three months of hunting you know mm-hmm. you, we put a lot of time into this so when it comes together it's not like it's the third time we went out you know, we've, <laughs> right. we've what been, we do. yeah we've been waiting on that specific animal for dozens
1: of sets i wish it was a third time out
2: Yep. that'd be nice sometimes it happens that way i'm gonna take it when it does happen but dude that's some brutal brutal cold i honestly was surprised you went but i was back and forth because the wind was absolutely wrong but
4: mm -hmm. we can kind of dive into that as i get into the story and the wind was screaming it Mm -hmm. was howling
2: well let's start this story like wherever this this whole deer story starts i guess yeah
4: well um that this season I kind of dedicated to one big deer. Uh, there's a big deer on this farm that I bought a couple of years ago and I told myself, you know, he's, he's a good enough deer. I'm just not going to shoot anything else. You know, I, I punched that first tag on a good deer, uh, would have been later November. And I'm like, you know, I got, I got one more buck tag here in Illinois and I know that deer is still alive and I'm, I'm just not going to shoot anything else unless it's him. So I hunted for several weeks. Um, I was basically chasing a ghost, you know, that deer, I had pictures of him in early November and then just disappeared off of me. I honestly think it was due to some hunting pressure. I do some leasing on that farm. So I have some hunters come in and then I hunted it myself pretty hard. So mm-hmm. I think we just kind of pushed him out and, and, uh, he was staying on the neighbors. My, my good buddy that hunts right next to me was getting pictures of him pretty regular. So I just sat there on my farm all season long, hope you know, just hoping and praying that he'd come by and, and visit one of my food plots. And yeah. I, I wasted a lot of time, but you know, I wasn't really wasting it because he was worth waiting for. Yeah, was yeah. big enough deer. Well, the nice thing is, when you're doing it, you never
2: know you're really wasting time or not.
4: Right? He could come out any any second, so you never know. You're never yeah. wasting time. If you did opinion. know,
2: you'd never go. You if you do, you'd hunt yep. you one day hunt that way. Yeah, right. And it wouldn't be fun if you knew.
4: But that I thought that he he knew my beans were there because I had a picture of him there. November 8th was the last picture I got of him, and he was right on the edge of my bean plot that night. So I, it's it had been in the back of my head like, yeah, he's living three-quarters of a mile or half a mile away, but he knows that bean plot's there, so maybe he'll come back in the late season, but it just never happened. He didn't he hear never. that combine
3: running over there yet. Right. <laughs> he's like, them beans got to <laughs> still be there. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah good point. So uh, anyways, I... I passed a good buck on the north side of the farm, probably a probably a mid 50s deer. Uh really nice deer, probably a 4-year-old, but I knew this big 11-pointer was still in there and I'm like if it gets down to it in this late season, it's either going to be this monster or it's going to be this big 11 that I got pictures of cuz I know he's mature enough for sure. And I I had had pictures of him this year. My, I got my first pictures of him like first week in November. And just a hog of a deer, great big brisket, neck, just, you can tell he's just a fully mature deer. (laughs) And my neighbor had actually missed this deer the year prior. So he sent me all the trail camera pictures after I killed this deer. And I, it's kind of cool. You get to look and see what he was last year, but... He was a big, just a typical ten, but probably in the mid fifties last year. Score wise, he was about the same as he was this year. Mm, really, um, just a, a horse of a deer.
2: And weird that some deer just don't put on inches. Yep,
4: yeah. and and I think next year he could have stacked on twenty or thirty inches. I mean, who knows what so? he would have done? Uh, it's, you never know. That's what's fun it's, about Yeah,
2: it. it's hard to say. But yeah, is anybody getting reverb and, and YouTube <laughs> live? Is anybody getting an echo? I can I'm, hear an echo. I'm not. I can't. Not a bad one. No, That's oh, just me then. Don't worry about me.
4: Okay. Um, But my neighbor sent me these pictures and we got talking about him and I I had known this story. But last year he had this deer come in on him and uh, he was uh, kind of starting to dabble with the traditional game. So he had his his recurve with him and raise a great shot. And he had this deer come in and he was in between 10 and 15 yards from him. And he, of course, he was in the moment, but when he he went to draw his bow and he said when he drew his finger, hit his hat and it just his finger like normally you know he's used to it hitting the corner of his mouth and then his shot going off well when it hit his hat he let the shot go mm. and it shot in front of him and like went in front of his brisket so at like oh. 10 or 15 yards he missed him way left or oh, right wow. whichever way it thanks, was right yeah <laughs> so the deer the deer went away unscathed on that one last year yeah, so thanks he, to ray's hat yeah let <laughs> yeah. me we'll get him a new hat <laughs> so, th- I thought that was a pretty cool story. Just to have that little piece of history that with is the cool. deer, and just you know, to kind of know that he was
2: a mature deer the year prior was kind of cool. Um, Isn't it kind of neat knowing, like, how many deer have you shot that you wish you knew? Like, how many times did they go by another hunter that? either got shot at or they, you know, was in shot distance of another hunter and just like barely escaped something before. Or they got to, you missed know.
3: them or yeah, just something like, happened. What, what do
2: they do and what do they encounter? Like, I always think about that when you kill a deer and you're just like, man, what, where have you been? Yeah. Right. And then you yeah. see like all the nicks and everything in their or You're like, what, where, where you were doing? you? what did you do? What happened here? You know, that's <laughs> like cool to know that.
4: It is. Yeah. And that's what, that's what's cool about working with, with my neighbor too, is we're really good friends. So we share pictures back and forth. So, when I lose a deer for a couple of weeks, a lot of times he'll pick them up and he'll be like, yeah, I'm getting picked or he'll send me the picture, you know, so it's very valuable it, to know between the two of us, we've got a pretty good idea what's going on in that area. So, and that's pretty, pretty cool. cool too, because yeah. a lot of people are not like that with yeah, their neighbors, yep. you know what I mean? And honestly, buying that farm, I've become even closer with him. I, I mean, we're pretty good friends now, so it's
2: pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And man, like the things you can learn about deer Yep, from that, like, you guys can really, if, if they go his direction, you guys can really know. Like, okay, I put pressure on this buck, like hunting pressure, like you mentioned earlier. How much pressure is, yeah, pushing it?
4: Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is to see how fast they move. Like, I, I this eleven was such a roamer. I'd get pictures of him on my farm. And like forty five minutes later he'd get him over on his farm, like three quarters of a mile away. I mean this deer was moving, he's and on it was the move all the and time. it was big loops, but it was all season long. It wasn't just like mm-hmm. in the rut like in the late season, I'd get this deer on my beans every three or four days, usually, mm-hmm. but it wasn't usually two days in a row. I'd get him, and then it'd be like three or four days later I'd get him again, but so he's like, he's like making that loop when, three or four days cycle yep and when i'd get him my neighbor would get him so it wasn't just like he was staying on my farm like when he'd make the loop on mine he'd make the loop on my neighbors so it was weird very valuable
3: information right there
2: you know when you guys like get dedicated to a deer it takes time right like consistency and then you start getting pictures and then you're like thinking about that deer more and this is where guys start to like claim the deer and then shit gets weird or you can just hunt the deer and know he's a wild animal and he can do whatever he wants yeah (laughs) you start to get like you have your target set and then you start making game plans, and that's when you get invested and you're thinking about it and you're calling your buddies and running over game plans. Now that you get invested like that, knowing this buck, what he did, does it make you feel more comfortable with knowing deer movements or uncomfortable knowing that they move that much?
4: I think every deer is different. And with this deer, I'm like, it's going to be, I'm going to be pretty lucky if I get a shot at this deer because he's not like living on mine. Because like, he's random. He's living in a six or 700 acre area, you know, he's running. Yeah. So I'm like, if I if my timing's right and I get lucky, I've got the right food. I know that he knows it's there. I've got a good chance that he'll be there. I just have to spend a lot of hours waiting on mm-hmm. him. Um, hey, shout out to
2: uh, hit that like button we got in the, in the YouTube. That would actually help a lot. If you guys don't mind, just doing that little tidbit since you're in here. I know there's a handful of people in here now. That'd be great. Thank you guys for that. Appreciate you being in here. Sorry for everybody in regular podcast land. We don't ever do this. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that that it's a good point. Like, it's they're sporadic, but that's also what makes it fun. But the, yeah. it's also like the deer that are everywhere all the time on every trail cam are really hard to hunt too. Yeah, they are. That sometimes it's better
4: to have that deer that's you know you are getting regular pictures of, and the neighbor's not seeing him. But with this deer, he was he was moving a lot, so I had I had a feeling if I was going to shoot a big deer down there, it would probably be this deer, and not the giant, because the giant I just wasn't picking up, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, we talked about this on a previous podcast. Our good buddy, Jordan Gensmer came down and hunted with me for, uh, it was five or six days. He came down and hunted. Yeah. Shout out to pull back and let go. Yep. Yep. Hell of a good friend. And we were, we went in, I brought Jordan in for this specific buck. I'm like, we've got several pictures of him on these beans. The weather's right. The wind's right. I like to hunt these beans with kind of a Northeast to an East wind. And, uh, I'm like, let's just go in, you know, first night, we'll set these beans, see if we can get an eye on this big 11. And it was like 15 minutes before dark. And I put the glass up on him. I'm like, there he is right there in the corner. That's, that's the buck. He's like, are you kidding me? I mean, first night in, you know, we have been there a couple hours. That was the first night. First night for Jordan.
3: Yeah. Was that the
4: wrapping paper night? It was the wrapping paper <laughs> night. So I'm in my box blind, it doesn't have any of the windows like tinted in it. And I don't like nobody wants to be backlit. You know, if the deer get out in the food and can look through the blind, they can kind of silhouette you in the blind. Right. So uh I took <laughs> I took wrapping paper from DG from Dollar General and took some tape and taped up all my back windows so nothing could light me. <laughs> That's a good hey, idea. Great actually. idea. And, like, a cheap way to do it it was, it was like a dollar fifty yeah <laughs> <laughs> for the writing paper and the tape <laughs> yeah so jordan's like holy crap and he, jordan he's got some good deer up there but he's like that's the biggest deer i've ever seen and this thing came in we i'm going to keep it short because we've already had a podcast on this but the deer comes in to feed right at last light just you know the fir- the last five minutes of legal shooting light and uh, we range him. He's four, The deer next to him is 45, and he's, like, right there with him. And looking back on it now, I think he was probably a yard or two behind that deer. Mm-hmm. And Jordan shot low on him at 45. I think he's probably 47. And the deer runs out, and we glass him. And, of course, we can tell that he's fine. You know, he stood there for 20 minutes and just watched us with the rest of the deer. Give me the middle finger. Yeah. So so he. <laughs> we waited for it to get dark <sighs> enough. The we middle hoof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we slipped down, and— kind of crest the hill where we're safe and i glass and he's just still with the rest of the deer looking so i'm like all right we got out of there somehow without him busting us Mm -hmm. so i knew that deer would probably still be using that food source man what a bummer for jordan it was and when we left he's like that's the biggest deer i've ever seen let alone shot oh really yeah so it was a real heartbreaker for him and i felt bad for him you know we'd went in there with the intention to killing that deer and on the first night Everything came together other than just, you know, being a couple
2: yards off on the range. Mm. It's a tough one. Shout out to Pull Back and Let Go. Yeah. they have all been there. Think the horror drawer will happen? I hope it does.
0: I hope so. It's going to be. They're probably it. like,
2: dang it, stop talking about
4: the horror <laughs> If you don't know what the horror drawer is, stop by Pull Back and Let Go at a trade show
2: and they'll have Just a, listen to the podcast with Pull Back and Let yes, Go a few weeks have ago. a nice little panty drawer there. <laughs> For your lady. <laughs> Hey, great idea. Well, that's a bummer for Jordan, man. I'd really like to see him kill a slob. Yep. Uh, I was really pulling for him. But and, he missed, and now it's Daddy's yeah, now turn. Now it's Daddy's turn. So. <laughs> hey,
4: hey,
3: good for hey. you. Hold my old-fashioned. Hey. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold, hold my old-fashioned. You <laughs> can't, can't say hold my beer because Austin doesn't drink beer. Yeah, no, i well, drinking one he now. He's got, right one now.
0: Was... He's got one now. He's a changed man. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was listening to that, I had a question. Did you guys both range him with the same range finder?
4: So I was setting on his left side. He's right-handed shooter. He's on my right, shooting out the far right side of the blind. So... The deer is 45, but he's close enough. It's kind of downhill. So I tried to lean up and range, and I couldn't get over the lip to range him. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Jordan, you take the range. I was supposed to be ranging for him. I'm like, you take the range. We've got time. So he took the range, and he couldn't get on for whatever reason. He ranged the front buck. I told him, range the front buck, 45, and in the heat of the moment, he was coming closer when I told him to do that, but the deer never closed that gap. Mm-hmm. And in the heat of the moment, we just lost it and just stayed on 45 where we should have probably— You know, at 47 yards, that makes a difference. Two yards makes a pretty big difference. Yeah, I so it, it does. I it's think it would have been—it probably yeah. would have been enough of a difference to make the shot. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, he—
1: It happens. Yeah.
4: He
2: shot low and— he ran land. away up on the hill.
3: Hey,
2: I just uh, it is what it is. I'm begging for people to like and share our live, and I said Doug's going to mail up mustache hairs for everyone who does. So you got to <laughs> get on that them. tonight. Wow, going to thin her down a little bit. Did you be all right? You got enough to spare. I Not ain't that many people. 20, the there's
1: 28 hairs.
2: Well, that's it right now. But I just just asked and start taking some from somewhere else. We could be pushing <laughs> just over six and a half thousand hairs. <laughs>
3: How many, how many hairs, hairs do you think? <laughs> <laughs> how many hairs are in your mustache? We're taking oh, bets
2: now. I don't if you know. can guess exactly how much hairs are in Doug's mustache, he'll give you his cards. Going to count them tonight. Yeah, when you're reading bedtime stories to I me, mean, I'll, I'll read it. I'll count them all. Um, One sheep, two sheep. <laughs> That's he, gross. Loves me, he, loves he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. I'll pass on the hairs. All right. Dang. Here. I can't get shit to fucking get in a little hair. That's too damn bad. That's too damn bad. You're getting hairs. (laughs) All right, so Jordan misses. Yep, that was
4: mid-December, I think, when Jordan came down. It was like probably around the 10th to 15th, somewhere in there, for Christmas. So I just, I kind of hung back. I, you know, I was hunting around, but I wasn't hunting that spot real hard. Um, Got several pictures of the big 11 after Jordan missed him, and. Uh, saw this mean front coming in, and it was nasty for about four or five days. Just temps in the single digits, uh, wind chills in the negative 10 to 30, 40 below. I mean, just wicked nasty. Um, the, we were supposed to get a bunch of snow with it, but the snow ended up kind of petering out, and we got like an inch or two. <laughs> so
3: uh, It just blew from here to freaking uh, yeah.
4: Pennsylvania, I think. It was December twenty second, and that storm rolled in, and I was looking at the forecast, and it was making me nervous because I had those good four or five days of that really brutal cold, and then the winds, or, or the the temperature was warming up, and DeerCast was calling it shit, and I knew that if I was going to kill that deer, it had to be at that time, and it was honestly. Kind of on a sheer laziness that I didn't go in. I I told myself it's going to be thirty below. I'm not going to set in a tree for this deer, and I I kind of needed to set up a, a tree stand to get to catch him coming to the food. Yeah, but it was going to be one of those deals where I was probably going to bump deer going in to hang that stand because they're bedded right around you know real close to this food source. Yeah, so I'm like, all right. I'm going to try something that I've never tried before. This wind's going to be blowing so hard. It's out of the Northwest and that's blowing exactly to this trail where they're coming out into these beans, like 30 yards, basically straight East of me is where these deer are dumping out into this food. So I said, if this wind's blowing that hard, maybe it's just going to dissipate my scent enough by the time it gets 30 yards away from them that they're not even going to catch me. I'm like I you know, I've got four or five days of this right weather and it's all northwest wind. It's all the exact wrong wind for this spot. So I'm gonna do a little test on this first night. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna hunt it this first night and see what happens. hmm yeah, I, I was in that blind. I walked in, I was in that blind for nine minutes. It was two o'clock on the nose when I got in and it was two oh nine and I looked up and there are there's a group of four or five bucks and they just come screaming in as fast as they can like there's no caution. There's no nothing. I couldn't believe that wind was going that hard. And I think they were just so sketched out with that much wind. They're just like, get me to the food right now. And if the harder I run, the less chances are something's going to get me. <laughs> Interesting take. Yeah, I I'll, mean, run a, I'll run a shot. Yeah, you would think they'd be like super on edge, super sketchy with wind like that these things were just like full board
2: running the extreme temps they are just like yeah just get to the food yeah, get so to if the something food busts we're, so we're, up the food yeah. at least we got something i think
4: it was the wind i think the wind mm. had them so sketched there they just ran as hard as they could to get there and
2: they were hungry too i wonder if deer like will do that this is maybe kind of an out there perspective or you know i guess theory i wonder if part of that's just getting body temp up for a minute
4: yeah, but they could have been laying on the bed all day and just froze and got up to move and Cuz
2: they got to get cold.
3: Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> I don't know how they survived that Not shit. the same
2: cold as we get cold, but Fuck they
3: got to get kind of cold. I feel like I about died just walking back to my pickup that night. It was dangerous, Dude, dangerous you, cold. You couldn't do
2: anything. Uh, yeah. No. And that I'll continue. I we'll get into this. <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> I uh I forgot when I got up into this blind like I thought the everything was closed up, but there's just a few little kind of cracks where air can get into the blind. And it had it was blowing hard enough that there was like a little mound of snow inside the blind. So that just kind of illustrates how bad the wind was. Mm -hmm. And I get in this blind and shut the door and it sounds like a helicopter getting ready to take off. Like I've got a ratchet strap that right to the middle and the wind blowing that ratchet strap was kind of like reverberating. And it was just like a howl inside of this (laughs) blind, just like a roar. I'm like... Well, I was almost nervous to open the window because I didn't know if it was as loud outside of the blind as it was inside. So I tested it on these bucks and they were 15 yards and had no idea. I opened all the windows up and tested everything and I could have done jumping jacks in there and they would have known. <laughs> so much going on. Yeah, it's
2: just so loud. That wind was ripping so loud. One thing I do like, you know, we have that grizzly blind and then I have it anchored down. It's like when it's frozen, I'm like, well, I know the anchors aren't going to pull because everything's frozen in the ground. That's a yeah. good, that's like a comforting feeling.
3: And actually, I had the same thing because I have mine ratchet strapped to that gravity feed wagon. Yep. And I How do I like that? Love it. I'm doing that. I'm getting another one. I'm doing that. Love it. Um, Camera's But I had the same thing with the strap. <laughs> you know, it was vibrating. Yep. I actually had a pull rope in my bag. So I tied the pull rope around the ratchet strap, ran it through the window, and I tied it to one of the knobs inside the yep. line. And that was enough pressure just to keep it from vibrating. Yep. It huh. worked great.
4: The gravity wagon thing's a move. Do you have one on a gravity wagon? No, but I'm going to next year because I've had, I don't know, five different insta- instances where I've only got like three box blinds and I want to be able to move one and I don't. So next year, one's going on wheels. It'd, be, it'd just go. be
2: it'd be the, your investment, your money well spent before yeah. you can move it around. So
3: convenient. I went and hooked up to it and I moved it probably 12 miles this year. Yeah. Um, shout out to Pullback and Let Go. They're in here. Jordan missed the buck. I don't
2: know if it's Jordan or I'm assuming that's Kelsey on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Parker says, Why does Doug look 12? Um, Brandon says so Eric's eating the chips sad day Zach uh, Jacoby said hey Iowa season doesn't close till Tuesday don't give up
3: yet just give up
2: someone told you to pull your gooch hairs out and ship those instead that's pretty (laughs) funny
3: uh, who's gonna fucking go get those things
2: I'm just saying you'll get some hair I was going to say, that's an old trucker move. Put a twist in your strap. It'll keep him from doing that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Raw sauce on top of Doug's mustache blend this season. Meat sweeper. Plot. <laughs> 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 oh, geez. Okay. Well, back to business here. Yeah, meat sweeper. So, yeah, dude, that brutal cold, you have to be in some kind of blind. Yeah. If you would have yeah. been in a hang-on, like if you're out in
4: Novix. I'm guessing I would have made it about 30 or 45 minutes. Dude, lost that's finger.
2: deadly cold.
4: Even in the blind, like, there, I didn't have a heater. I mean, it was negative two real temp when I got in the blind. It was freaking cold. I had
3: two heaters and I was cold. Yeah.
4: And so, uh,
2: you you had the Fairbanks heavyweight jacket um, from um, Huntworth on. Okay. It was a Fairbanks. Fairbanks. I have a hard time remembering the names. Yeah, Fairbanks has the hood. Yep. I had the
4: Fairbanks you... and I had the bibs that match. Yep. yep. Um, I was actually running fingerless gloves, but I run the Huntworth pouch, the little pouch uh, that you can put on. So I put a hand warmer in that. Do you do the one with the battery pack? I don't use the battery pack. I take an actual hand warmer and throw in it and put my hands in that. So I shot this deer in negative 33 windchill with no fingers in my gloves. That's pretty badass. I mean, you can't test anything much more than that. So I finally found... A way to keep my hands warm, so I like that system. Yeah, but I had on, you know, I had on the neck gaiter, and then I had on the WCB hat, and then I had on the trapper hat with the fur in it over that, and then I had my hood on. I mean, I yeah, I so first thing I told myself with all this shit on is, if I do see a big buck coming in, I got to shuck shit to get my anchor point, yeah, because right yep. I got so much stuff around my neck and my face. So that was like in the back of my head. If I do see the big eleven coming in, then. I'm gonna to have to. You're gonna rip a bunch a of bit. stuff off. It's gonna take a little time to get set for the shot. Well, I do
2: that too. I, I wear a gator when it's cold. Cold, you know, that's brutal cold. But I always wear uh, beanie, gator, or hat. But even the the Huntworth, which one is? It? I got it pulled up here because I wanted to make sure we didn't fuck up what we we're talking about. Um, the this this huntworth hat right here it's the uh, well there's the chester heavyweight beanie uh, what do they call it yeah soft show um i'll wear that and mm-hmm. then you can wear the what's the uh i don't even know the the rabbit hat yeah
4: i call it like the trapper hat i don't know what the name of it is but that thing's sweet well it's good because that one's tight then you can wear that one over and then yeah. with the heavyweight gator yep it's just like you put your hood up over that and it locks it all in yeah i I was toasty the only thing that got cold on me the whole set was my toes how do you prevent that though i feel like when it's that cold you're just cold i've got poor circulation in my feet so in the first hour my feet were cold i I think you
3: just do it as old age, or you get older because now like that's the first thing goes or my because i do the same thing with the 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 pouch the pouch and then throw a couple hand warmers in there yep and they're
1: golden yep i got some new heated socks you like that Ooh, with the
2: heated socks at the battery
1: pack yeah how long they nice. last um you, you can buy an extra battery for them so they last all day
2: really they're worth it huh yeah it's the I, only, you I'll only wear it. one pair
4: yep i've never tried the heated socks i've tried the insoles that are like remote control i heard those have just been shit holes. Yeah, for i can't them. do it. yeah they <laughs> did they, they made
1: my feet sweat and then don't, i get cold don't do that didn't ThermoCell make those yeah i think it was, was. these are good because they have like the three options you should just go, like, to the little warm, and then this stays warm all day. Really? I'm intrigued. I'll have to tell you what – I'll have to go remember what they are. Yeah. Well, brand. – I'm right willing
2: up? to
4: try anything at this point. I think point. they're
2: called Savior. No kidding. All right. Interesting. I they have to pretty, try them They're on. pretty slick. Yeah. Hmm.
4: So, anywho. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> I uh, – It was a good feeling. I got into this blind, and Eric was texting me wanting to know if I was seeing anything. And it was like I'd been in the blind thirty minutes. I'm like, yeah, I got five bucks in the field Mm -hmm. right now, so you know it's a good sign. We didn't know if they were going to move or not in that storm. You know, I did. And I knew you were going out, so I'm like,
3: oh, got to go. Yeah.
4: So it was good to see that first group come in. They came in right down the trail. I figured they would. My wind was blowing directly to them, and not one deer picked me up, and they came right into the food, just like I wanted them to. Yeah, money. So it was it was a good. So I sat there, I don't know, it was probably hour, hour and a half, and deer just kept piling out and piling out, and a group of deer would leave and a new group would move in. So <clears throat> I don't know, I probably saw 10 or 15 does and probably 10 bucks. Um there there was actually it was getting late enough in the season i was almost to a point of settling there was a deer that i call the turd <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like 7 or 8 years old and this year he was a big 8 last year he was like 145 last year well this year he's dropped down to a 7 and he he might be 130 it's kind of a perfect deer to shoot he he's a big old deer and i said, and and i had a picture of that deer two nights before i went in and sat on the plot. yeah i'm like I know what's going to happen. The turd's going to come out at like 3.30, and I'm going to be forced <laughs> to make a decision on him. Luckily, he didn't. He didn't come out. So um,
2: <laughs> The turd. Yeah.
4: I, I, I saw a couple bucks that were four-year-olds that I'd passed a half a dozen times. The same deer keep coming out. And for whatever reason, about it was about a quarter till five. It was just about last shooting light, and all the deer cleared. I'm like, well— do I take this opportunity to go ahead and leave, you know, back out? Well, nothing, nothing's in the plot. Nothing's going to see me. It'll be fresh for the next set. I know the wind's going to work. You know, this northwest wind that I didn't think was going to work is actually going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, no, if that, if that big mature deer is going to use this, it's going to probably be in the last five or ten minutes. So I'll just sit here and wait. <clears throat> and I could see the same bucks and the same group starting to filter in back around and come back through again. Um for whatever reason they've been sketched down. I don't know if it was a coyote or just the howling wind or whatever, but the same group was starting to filter back into the beans. And they were coming right directly behind me. So I'm looking through my little wrapping paper. I got a little like two <laughs> inch by two inch cut in it. Yeah. And I'm looking through staring and I'm it,
1: staring I'm, through Santa. <laughs> I'm I'm watching deer
4: out of this little hole. And I'm starting and they're coming right under me. I mean, there's a, there's like this little cut in the fence and they're crossing like 10, eight to 10 yards right under me coming right into the beans. I'm just like, all right, you know, same group, same group. There's the two bucks that I just saw. And, the, and there was like 15 deer came out right under me and I'm looking and, and then I just see a wall of tines coming I'm, and he's like 15 yards. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that, that's him. That's the 11. Like, yeah. No mistake, and you see that many times. It's like, you know, right. holy shit, that's him. So this is it's like five till five. It's getting down to the last five minutes of shooting light. I'm like, okay, every deer has crossed. I'm fine. He's honestly still coming. I just took my eyes off of him, so I got my bow laying on the ground. I, I swing the window open. There's deer all around me. I just swing the window open. The wind's blowing so hard. I'm like, I'm getting away with murder now, so I just... Swung the window open. I had a little tape ball set up, so when I swing the window open, it doesn't like slam. Oh, it's like so stuck I, to the window. I, I already had a little stop set up, nice. so I stopped against my tape ball. <laughs> I reached down, <laughs> Good I grabbed, idea. I grabbed my bow. I first off, I'm ripping off all my shit off my neck, like rip my hat off, rip my neck. So gator you can anchor your yeah, bow because I I didn't know if the shot was going to be fifty or ten. Yeah. I didn't know where he was going to stop. So I'm not even looking at the deer at this point. I got the window open. I know he's probably directly under me and coming. So I grab the bow, check the dialed, roll, make sure the dialed sights rolled down to 20, clip on. I draw back before I even look out the window. I just draw back, and I creep out the right window, and he's just head down in the beans at like 12 yards, quartered away, just, I mean, absolutely fucking perfect. Damn. You couldn't ask for your bears. right <laughs> Right in the center of the window, like everything was perfect, and he wasn't moving. So I'm like, well, I— can take my time on this one so i just get down look through the peep put the pin he's quartered hard so i put the pin like right in the middle of his body like basically right on the liver Mm -hmm. and just sit there and aim and aim and squeeze it off and it's like you play this shot through your head you know you envision this happening every day that you've sat for the last month Mm -hmm. and the shot goes off and i just see it's it buries up to within about six inches of the fletch perfect right where i was aiming mm-hmm. he runs up runs through the beans and just stops right on the edge of the beans like 70 yards away and he's just standing there broadside to me i'm like did that just happen or am i like dreaming right now yeah I, you you like look down at your quiver and there's an arrow and you're like okay it that actually happen. happened yeah <laughs> so i pull up the binoculars and i'm looking at him and i can see blood running down his offside leg and the and it looks like the blood's like right behind the crease of the offside shoulder i mean just perfect perfect I'm like, fuck, he's going down right there. You yeah. know, he's there's no way he's taking that shot. And I stood there and it seemed like two minutes that I looked at him. Well, looking back on it, it's probably twenty or thirty seconds. But Oops. he he starts just kind of gradually walking up on the hill away from me. I'm like, How is he not going down? I just cleaned everything out from the liver all the way up to the shoulder. I mean, I yeah. know I took everything out. Yeah. And he, he didn't go down. He, he was basically making his way back to the timber with the rest of the deer. I'm like, well, I got a decision to make, you know, do I just let him go in or do I try another shot? So I locked another arrow on, uh, ranged him. He was 65, but he was still going away from me. So I rolled to 70, drew back and keep in mind, this wind's 25 miles an hour left to right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an insane wind. Yeah, it's not in your favor. So I'm, and he's still walking at the shot and that, I mean, you're not going to map at him when the wind's that hard. I could have yelled and he wouldn't have heard me. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do my best. The wind's blowing left to right, but he's walking right. So I just put it basically right on his, right on his vitals, right where I wanted to hit. And, and I, it was a fast shot cause he was still moving, took the shot. And when it hit him, I could see that it hit him back, like towards the back legs I was surprised, honestly surprised, that I even hit him, but I was just so trying hit. my best to get another yeah. arrow in him at that yeah. point. You've already you already know. had shot him. Right. Like, you know, what you think was fatal. Yeah, and I felt good on the first shot, but it's like, why not get another one in him? If he's just— know, It's not going to hurt him. He's still dude. in range, you know. Yep. You got one in him,
2: and you know what's good? It's if you can blood. get another one in him,
4: yep. why not? get another one in him. That was that was my thinking in the heat of the moment. Um, so I saw the Luminok kind of dancing around like it was, you know, towards his back end, and he runs into the timber and i'm like holy shit that just happened so i didn't i didn't call i didn't text i didn't do anything i grabbed my bow i grabbed my quiver put it back on I get down out of the blind, and I about died from the blind to the truck. I mean, the wind's blowing in my face. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 dude, it was da- it was dangerous cold.
0: Eyeballs freezing shut. That's how
2: people end up missing, man. You get yeah. some random dude go for a walk and some shit like that, and yeah. then you just never see him again.
4: Well, I'd already been out in it for three and a half hours. Yeah, and, and that's even worse. You're
2: cold, you know, your feet are froze. So
4: I'm walking back, I get back into the truck and get I'm I'm like I'm hope, hoping the battery on the
3: old truck's not dead was right. my biggest fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that right. was my biggest fear. Yeah, oh yeah. So you gotta get warm. I, with that th- I one. threw my jump pack in my truck just in case. Yeah, like, yeah,
4: dude. I get it. The old girl fired up and I spun around and got going out and then I picked up the phone and started making the calls. And uh Ray was the first one I called my neighbor. Of course. And I'm like, I just got an arrow in the Big 11, man. He's like, I'm like, can you go help recover? He's like, hell yeah, I'll come help recover. So you see who your real buddies are on a night like that <laughs> when they come to help you recover a deer when it's 35 below. Mm-hmm. So Ray answered the phone, uh, Ross answered the phone, and you
2: answered the phone. And I knew why you're calling. Yeah. You know how you have that feeling? I was sitting on the toilet. Uh, using my dude, using my dude wiper. If you want to know, and I'm like Austin. I'm like thinking, what time it is? I'm like, right. he killed. He had to have killed.
4: I sent you a text at about two thirty. I said it could happen tonight. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I hadn't sent that text maybe once or twice this year. Yeah. And I just had a feeling like it you could happen. Punch.
2: Yep. Oh yeah, I saw that call. I'm like, something died. You just you feel have that feeling when you're one of your bosses is calling you. Yeah. It's adding up. Yep.
4: So. <laughs> So we decided uh, Kurt had to put the little ones down uh, a little later that night. So we waited till, I don't know, what was it? Probably eight o'clock.
2: Yeah. Just a touch after. Yeah. yeah.
4: So we all met up at my place. We took a picture with all of us bundled up, getting ready to go on <laughs> into this extreme shit. Yeah. Marshmallows. Pretty, pretty good picture.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Put of Michelin, man.
2: Yep. I mean, we didn't know if we were in for a quick recovery or a long night. We didn't know. Right. Yep. I was I was pretty hopeful.
4: I didn't know how that deer had even made it off the plot. And then of course when you shoot at him the second time and he takes off running, you're like, Well fuck, now, yeah. <laughs> now what do I do? Yeah. You know? yeah. So we uh we left him four hours. By the time we picked up the trail it was four hours later and uh Kurt, I think you were the one that picked up the blood trail. I walked back to First Blood just to see how good First Blood was, and it, it was good. Tracked him through the snow, and Kurt yeah. had already been on the trail and yeah, trailing like, up into the You, waltzed over, and I'm
2: like, it, it, hey, there's, like, a
3: lot of blood <laughs> Like, because there snow. I'm like, holy shit. That yeah. fucking blood is probably frozen before it hit the ground. But oh, Austin yeah, was yeah,
2: so yeah. concerned getting where the shot was, yeah. which I get. And I'm like, the way you described it, like, this deer's dead. But we walk in, I'm like, hey, it's not like... Oh, there's some blood. It was like he was spraying. It's like, oh yeah, he came through here, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm like, hey hey, Austin, hey, and then me, Ray and Ross. I'm like, hey, there's blood. So we're like, we get to the. I mean, you just wanted to follow it, so we're like, and then you're like, hey, wait up for me. So I'm like, yeah, oh shit, yeah, you shot it, right? Yeah, right. Wait for me, (laughs) guys. So we stopped at the wood line, and and I don't mean like. So after this podcast, don't leave the live podcast being in here. Shout to you guys still in here, um, by the way. But we, I filmed the whole recovery, yep. So you can see some of the blood, but um, I didn't start until we got yeah. into the woodland. It's what you
4: want. It's an expandable head with a low exit. I mean, it was. It's what you want. Like, yep. He's going to dump some blood. Yeah. And it was in the snow too, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> it was plus the best. Yeah. Blood
3: path. Yeah. Blood in the snow.
4: Put him in a coffin. You know. Yep. Put
0: him in a body bag. Yeah. Put him in a body bag. It's it a good blood feeling. Sport.
4: You know, when you don't know, and you watch your deer walk off the field, it's nice to, re- uh, you know. If Unless you see them tip
2: over, you're going to doubt yourself. You do. Every
3: time. Every Every time. Every
2: single time. I watched my buck die this year, and he just went over the edge of this little hill. And I was like, ah, shit. He could (laughs) have got up.
3: (laughs) 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 I just watched him roll over,
2: you know? But I'm like, ah, I can't see him from the stand. It's no, it's, it's probably better to be that way.
4: Yeah, you know the shot's money. I mean, I could see the arrow sticking out his offside shoulder, and I thought it was right behind the shoulder. I mean, I knew the shot was good, but right. when you see an animal, it's like, well,
2: did I have a broadhead failure, or did it hit a yeah, rib you said and something picked... to me at one point. You're like, I just wonder, so cold that if the broadhead froze up and didn't open. Yeah, I didn't know. Like,
4: metal on metal at 35 below, would it stick, you know, would it not open? <laughs> could. I could. Shit, I didn't know. I mean, this thing just took Guess a shot, this thing just took a 10-ring shot and walked off the the field i was stressing
2: My thought i'm like and when you told me that on the phone i'm like yeah well yeah i'm like now, nah, because it wouldn't have went all the way it wouldn't have went all the way through it if it didn't open yep you know it would have been like right into the the soft right. you're you trying to possible hey, you try to play back every anything that like, possible sure. scenario so yeah that's just a good example yeah. but that's also what makes hunting and shots and like recovery fun because of because of like analyzing and mm-hmm. yeah. theories and, and experiences, there's but
3: always if. that "what if." Yeah. yeah, it's fun. That's fun. Yeah. That's yep. a good.
2: Good time of it, you know. Well, it's not fun in the moment. You just
4: want to see no. him fall over. Yeah. But, but It's way more fun now. But on the blood trail, it was fun to see the blood. It's like, all right, this happened the way I thought it happened. <laughs> right, right. So we we get into the timber, and that's about the time you turn the camera on, and we start trailing him down through. We went in probably 20 or 30 yards, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not good. We came up on a big bed that was just solid blood, but there's no deer in it. And by the way, up to that bed, it's just blood. He's painting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the bed was blood. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was all blood.
4: I'm like, well, fuck, did we just kick him up? That was my initial thought was there's a bed.
2: So in that recovery video, I'm walking because I'm looking through the phone, and I'm you know trying to keep my hands warm at the same time. And- (laughs) I kicked a stick and hit you with it. And it made a bunch of noise. And I think you thought that was the buck. Yeah, we're so bundled up. We're getting, oh. we get hit with a stick and don't even know it. Yeah. You you have no, like <laughs> the sound of it is.
4: Yeah. It, that's what it is. I, I heard something and I looked down and saw that bed. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, this deer has been here for four hours and 35 below. How did this thing get up? Uh, but as soon as I knelt down, I'm like, ah, oh, this is froze solid. This bed's froze solid. He wasn't just in here. Like, this has been a yeah. while ago. Yeah. So we just immediately kept right on the trail, and he'd made it another 10 or 15 yards and tipped over in a ditch right there. He was just three or four foot deep ditch. We couldn't see him. He was down in that ditch. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it was, was crazy. It was crazy, man. It was fun to walk up on him. You know, that's honestly, out of that farm, that was the number two buck. Like, that was... The second most, it was he, age wise, he's right there with the most mature buck on the farm. Oh yeah. Uh, score wise, he's lacking compared to the biggest one. But I'd hunted my ass off all season, and I'd been looking forward to seeing that deer all season. Got to see Jordan, you know, get his opportunity. Got to see Jordan miss. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Sorry, Jordan. Yeah, and, shout out to Jordan. And okay. then and he and Jordan told me he's like you're going to kill that deer. And then two weeks later, he come under me.
1: But you were uh, right. You were right. right. Hey, it was
4: it was awesome, man. To have you guys there in those extreme brutal conditions, like I'll never forget that hunt. It was so one of cool. the
2: coolest recoveries I think I've ever been on. Yep. There's a few late season, only a few, like real late season recoveries I've ever been on. That's that's one of them. The latest I've ever been on is uh, it won't be on camera because it's too high. This buck my dad shot uh, real close to the end of season, January 10th, yep. in like six inches of snow in the morning. Oh, in a morning. morning I did a hang cool. and bang and a climber in two thousand and three, two thousand two, and that was the first, this buck was like this buck might as well have been two hundred inches. Yep. when my dad shot yeah. that buck, we were like the fucking giant, <laughs> holy fuck, you know, and like that's that's the buck, but that's like you, know, you remember that though. Oh, dude, I slept in. Yeah, you know, going hunting. Well, actually, I didn't even bow hunt. I hunted, but I didn't bow hunt at the time. Mm-hmm. My mom got me out of bed. Your dad shot a, a ten pointer. And I'm like, let's go. You know, <laughs> put on my old Realtree Advantage. Let's, let's ride. That's so awesome. But anyway, like that's. But that was one of the most like memorable, I think recoveries. You it's, know, relating to that one. That it's I've the on. most brutal day that I've ever sat in the timber. It was so cold. Ross, I had I took a picture of Ross. He has a very dark, full beard, and it was Santa Claus white jack frost white (laughs)
4: frost snow yeah we all look like we were from jeremiah johnson i'm gonna post that picture actually i got a picture of ross and i together and of course my beard's not like ross's his is just like solid white but mine was
2: pretty bad too (laughs) oh yeah then we got that picture of all three of us and we're just like you can just i love the picture because you can just see the cold yeah Yeah. like it doesn't look remotely fun
4: and it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't honestly that bad. We were moving enough that we stayed pretty warm, but if we'd have been out there
2: another 20 minutes, it would have gotten. If got that cold. buck would have died in the middle of a field, Yeah, Well we would have been able to drive up to him. But if not, it would have been bad, dude. Brutal. Bad. It was just another level of cold. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was the cold that if your car broke down, you're were, you were You're in
4: trouble. That's why I was stressing about my battery shitting oh, yeah. on me in the truck. I mean, it's, you get in trouble if you're out there for 20 minutes when you don't expect to be, you get in trouble. How Damn.
1: funny it'd be to be out there and see, like, oh, you guys probably like Bigfoot out there because you're so bundled up. Just three. Dude, it's everything, just, <laughs> is, when it's that
2: cold, everything that you walk on, everything, you, it's just loud. Everything's brittle. Yeah. Like, it's just not meant to be that cold. Yeah. Your beard <laughs> yeah. is frozen to the side of your face. It almost feels like, you know, if, like Doug could just, like, rip his mustache off and not know it because it was so cold. That's we, why they go out. We could put it in a shadow box and put it right here. I right stay the inside year. when it's that cold. That's a trophy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the silence. just
2: waiting to see what you're gonna say but no dude that was badass and he really ended
4: up being exactly what i thought he was uh big beams big mass uh 11 point missing a brow on one side um just a stud of a buck i mean big body he's probably lo- he probably lost 30 or 40 pounds in the rut i mean he and his rut pictures are awesome he's just all neck i love it you know, just a, a huge bodied animal
2: dude right when you picked him up i'm like that bucks 160s all yeah. day and if he would have had brows he'd have been 60s yeah Yep. who is he almost 158 157
4: Yep. yeah just not, just not built to score. But on my wall, compared to some one sixties that I got, he's going to dwarf them. He's oh just yeah, a bit, just a big deer.
2: That's what, like, that's the one bummer about measuring. Like, and I'm a measurer. Ugh, yeah. whatever that means, you know. Like, it that's the bummer about it. You know, like uh, Cameron sitting in here running the sticks for the live. Shout out to Mister Dowd. He's like, I got a buck a shot. I want to get it measured, but he's. He I'm a little worried that it might make me feel weird about it. I'm like, well then, don't get it measured. Yeah. But I'm for it, right? I'm, I'm in support of Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett and whatever measuring yep. system. I think it's cool. But it doesn't paint the picture of what the deer really is. No,
4: I'll say you know? this. My first buck was 148, and I stuck this buck, like, side-by-side profile next to each other, and it just dwarfs him. Mm-hmm. Just a different animal. I mean, they only score nine inches different, but this deer looks 30 inches bigger.
2: Some deer just carry big. Yeah. You know, like... Every deer carries different. Yeah, they do. But, you know, you take like a buck, like the Geyer Buck, framey, right? You see it and you go, holy shit. Like, you just have that reaction. Or you take a tight rack 200, like a 200 non-typical and the Geyer Buck coming at you in the same field. You'd probably shoot the guy like Buck going with the Geyer right. Buck. Yeah. You know, Framie is is better to yep. me. But I like tight and trashy is also cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Doug, you've been with a lot. you got a lot of tight and trashy, right? I love
1: all different racks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trailer Park Queens. And love them all. No awesome. discrimination. Hey. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned,
0: no matter where I've been, tails can be damn tricky. Pursuing Wild Game in Wild Places. Tune in to HuntStand Presents, Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Proud of you. But <laughs> um, up, you never catch up. But you
2: know, like... What do you do when, like, score is just a number. Right, There's
4: so many deer that yeah. that really take. That deer might as well have been 200 inches coming under me that night with those with all, conditions with and waiting conditions on that specific deer to walk <laughs> under me. Ten yards. I mean,
3: just insane. I didn't see it, a single deer that night, but I knew, because you called me after you called these guys, and I'm like, saps? I mean, me and Austin talk, but he doesn't call me very often. I'm like, he's calling me like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. He killed one. <laughs> he killed one for sure. Yeah. The
4: right food and the right weather—it's—it's it's magic.
2: Zach Jacoby said he was out in a saddle that day. Cool. That's how you get froze on that's both hardcore, sides. That's hardcore,
1: man. Woof. That's hardcore. That's
2: straight just up get frozen in the tree. I, I was worried out. about my ropes. <laughs> <laughs> you worried about your toes? Yeah, worried about like just getting brittle and breaking off, dude. I'm not you know? gonna lie. i be soft. honest, that's straight up
4: dumb. What's that? I'm soft. The older I get, after hunting under these box blinds, I'm not fucking with a tree stand anymore. When it's 20 below, it's I just, just won't no do one.
2: It. I mean. Who did? Like, for how long? How long can you? Without, like, insane gear, it's just, it, there's a line of, yeah, being tough to say you did something, and then there's a line of, like, just stupidity.
4: Yeah. Right. Well, it was dangerous cold sitting in the blind. That was hardcore enough for me, so. <laughs> dangerous cold I'm not going to lie, anything. like,
3: walking in, my stand was straight east, but the wind was coming out of the west, you know, mm-hmm. and walking back the truck, I could hardly breathe walking back. Yeah, that walk back was brutal. It was fucking brutal. Sucked man. air out of
2: you?
4: Oh, it was terrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's crazy,
4: dude. So, I think for the mount maybe we'll do uh the frost mount. We'll frost Ooh, him up, get be him beautiful. all bristled up yeah. with a little bit of snow on his bre- on his in between his rack and on really his tall. forehead. That
3: buck deserves oh. that mount. I think it'd be a cool mount to do that with can't it, make him look like he's in like 30-mile-an-hour winds, just all his hair goes one side. <laughs> one side. It just comes with a fan. Yeah. His face is all fucked up because it's looking yeah, so all, bad. I can't remember the taxidermy
4: place that did that, but their jury shared it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an insane— They
3: shared it like the day
2: you killed that deer, yep. the day after. Everybody
4: was out hunting in those conditions, so they, they re-shared It was good out. timing. I can't remember if it was Kibler's or who did it, but
2: Old Barn will kill that mount. Oh, They'll I do think,
4: a great job. I, t- I told Sam what I want to do. He's like, yes. <laughs> oh, he, he loves that. those projects. Yeah, he does. That's
2: like you need a taxidermist that gets excited about stuff. Yeah, like they want to do different things. Not like, oh fuck. Yeah, I got to you know, do this. This guy's That's A dangerous. lot of guys are like that. Yeah. yeah. You know,
4: I've got a lot of mounts upstairs. I'm kind of looking for something different every time now, and it's I'm running out of options. But
2: that'll be a that'll be a cool one to do. Yeah, a lot in the collection. You've got a lot of variety of whitetails. All right, let me ask you this: Are you ever going to quit mounting them? No, never. I love it. I love that. If
4: I'm shooting like that deer I shot earlier this year was 148. He's he's going to get the
2: pack mount.
1: Oh, cool. Yep.
2: Yeah, good variety. Yep. If 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 it's a deer,
1: frost mount Yeah. He's mixing it all up. A little diversity. So
2: how how long before you build a shed or like a trophy room room? You have a great setup now, but you're
4: out of room. It's funny that you say that because I think I've got about one or two more heads um, up in the man cave and then it's full unless they just start looking ridiculous and I just start stacking rows in there. You know, it's just not going to look good. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of to the point now where I'm starting to think ahead.
0: We're two mounts away from me putting up a barn frame for you.
4: It's exactly where I'm at. I'm actually <laughs> starting to look at barn dough plans. So you year, yeah. yeah you <laughs> okay, okay. Or he's okay, going sure. to
2: add onto his house for more yeah. deer heads. So, are we, like, if you did that, are we talking like full blown Chandler party pad? Here it is, pool table, bar, all that stuff. And then, if you want to know my
4: honest plans right now. It's probably going to be placed in Iowa. Oh, it's probably going to be living quarters on a third of it, and then shop on the other two thirds. But the shop's going to be clean, so I can pull equipment in and out. But it's going to be like my shop slash pool table slash bar slash trophy room. So it'll my be guy. like it'll be the man area.
2: So you're going to move all your mounts there. That's the point. That's what I'm thinking right now. How many truckloads is that? But you also
3: got to think <laughs> three, ahead. three semis. You got to think. Yeah.
1: A, you got to think ahead as well, though, because. You got a lot of hunting left to do.
3: I do. So, it's going to have to be you're a not big show. <laughs> yeah. It's going
1: to be huge. <laughs> shit.
4: Well, in Africa and Alaska and you know black bear
2: hunts. How, and, how many whitetail mounts do you have right now? Uh, over twenty. I don't know. Can you rattle them off? Can you count them? like include like, euro include shoulder mounts and euros?
4: If I was counting euros, I probably got in between twenty five and thirty.
2: Man, I would have thought a lot more than that. I mean, that's a lot, but
4: but I don't have really a lot of small ones like. My smallest deer is downstairs. He's a hundred inches, and then I've got a six pointer that's almost one twenty, and then everything else is one thirties or better. Deer, so
2: I got a lot of deer from when I was young mounted, that yep. I, I don't regret. But like now, I'm kind of like, Yep. What the fuck, do I do with it? Have them in the kids' rooms. Yep,
4: I'm to the point now where if a deer means enough to me for me to pull the trigger on him and kill him, then I mount- I'm gonna get him mounted. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. that makes that's sense. That. I get that. Jim Burns always did that. It's like you mount. It? Oh, if I shoot it, I mount it. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I get that. Yep. You know.
4: I just love taxidermy. I like walking in and seeing fifty mounts on a wall. I just think it's cool.
2: I've always been obsessed with. It. I remember when my dad killed this buck. I counted the days down to get that mount back, dude. Counted them down. Could not wait. And then I feel like that kind of like made me obsessed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like I just was infatuated with it. Yep. yep. I no wanted to be a tax for a really long time, and then I, I went to – well, kind of went to school. I did a course stuff, but I don't know. How much is too much? I'd say never enough. Never enough. Never enough. But <laughs> You start
4: doing things like the Africa trip and, and – How does Leah feel about them? I know she's cool with it, but yeah, like – Yeah, she's fine
2: with it. She likes it. Even more, she's just like, stack them in. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. care.
4: That's kind of my spot upstairs, but like – in the living room, I'm debating on taking my white tails there and moving them back upstairs and then putting my Africa game down in the living room. That'd be cool. So I've got enough room
2: for it down there. I could do that. Yeah. I don't know. That looks like. What's your wife think, Doug? She doesn't mind at all. <laughs> Sam's actually been like a really good sport about it. Like, you know, she, I wanted to bring stuff here to the studio and she didn't want to leave the house. Or, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, her and Isla made had a fit. I was I was getting ready to take the bear off the wall at home to put it here, and Isla May, like basically started crying.
3: I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit, you can't take it now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, jeez. All right, well, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> you know, I'll, good I'll problem. just have to shoot another one.
2: Yeah, her, uh, Daddy, go get another one. Well, then she's like, uh, so I bought her a stuffed Gimsbuck. Dad, right. are you going to hang the buck at the house? I'm like, how do you know this? It's like, well, I didn't plan on it. Right. But I will if you want me to, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. ugh, break my heart, you know? Hold the heart but I want, like In in my soul, I want to bring all my mounts here, but I right. can't have an empty house.
3: That's so why I mean? my house is empty. My kid don't get to see any of them. Yeah, I mean, take them home. I know, I need to.
2: I mean, we got room here. Well, we do have room here, but we almost need to cycle some, you know? Like well, do we got a lot Eric's of g- giraffe is here. <laughs> you guys could take your Nebraska mules home.
4: Yeah, we've got a lot of growing left to do. I think yeah. in the next two or three years, it's not we'll, going to there's not going to be a choice. We're going to have to start moving things around a little bit.
3: In
1: three years from now, I'll be interested to see what is in here.
3: That's why we bought the other building. It's just for taxidermy. I know someone asked that question. <laughs> taxidermy. Oh, Someone did. Just like someone a- asked what the other buildings could be for. Just like Ace Ventura, the murder room. The murder of Matt. This was oh, yeah. room. Of
1: death. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this uh, uh, is no. <laughs> a lovely room of death. Well, does it bother you? We need to make that video of you doing it. The Ace Ventura skit would be good. You can
2: do it. Lovely room of death. How many? How many mounts are you into, Doug? Like, are you going to get everyone rage. mounted? Will there ever be a time where you're just like, Nah, I'm good.
0: Mm.
1: I'm like Austin. I think if I shoot it, I'm going to mount it. Yeah. For sure, feels right. It's We're-
4: a respect thing, I think. If if you're gonna take that animal's life, he better mean enough to you to yeah. spend. 500 bucks on him and get him mounted
2: yeah take it's carcass and put it on the wall for eternity <laughs> exactly <laughs> the ultimate respect respect no rest in peace <laughs> carcass. in this place bitch you're looking alive forever <laughs> no blinking <laughs> no I know what you're saying no blinking no I'm with you I'm with Jeez. you on that I do, agree. I do a, agree with you I see you. a t-shirt
3: idea yep. there. Yeah, that's a t-shirt no blinking sure. no blinking for the rest of your life it's just a deer mount staring wow. contest just, me
4: and you yeah. go staring <laughs> contest winner with a mount I like that have you ever seen that the when,
3: champion. when uh,
2: Will Ferrell does rock Robert Goulet. He's like, you don't even blink, do you? <laughs> oh, look, a big horn. Yeah, don't talk to taxidermist, big horn. You don't even blink, do you? Quick staring contest, <laughs> me and you. He's feeding it like something out of a bowl. I don't know. I, what about you, Eric? How's how's your old lady feel about the, the dermy?
3: Uh, I mean, the she taxi. never said anything about it. I mean, yeah. It's we, good. We all got, they're all on yeah, the program. Yeah.
0: Joe, what about your wife? She's not a fan. Dude, fuck her, man.
3: <laughs> she don't like it, huh? We live in a birdhouse, man, 600 square feet. That's, That's how my old house was, because it was like I had a bird I had three mounts in there, and the whole living room was three mounts, and that was it. Yeah. So she got kind of save them then, but when we moved to the new house, she's like, okay, this is a lot better, because we could spread them out a little bit. I'd have to look through the antlers to see the TV in the living room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it's small. I feel yeah. like I should put a fence post out the front of it so it looks like a place of bird would land. Because it, <laughs>
2: it don't fits feel like your desert. house looks that
0: small, man. I've been to your house. It's, it's not. It's dinky.
2: That's all right though. Six hundred. That's not very
0: big. No, it's not. There's not a stitch of insulation in it. I've been meaning to fix that for a while. <laughs> oh man, it'd
2: be cheap if you could get that fixed. <laughs> right. Put solar panels on. it. You'd be living exactly totally free. Hey, Beat it with a candle. Hey, yeah. More
3: deer heads. That's insulation. It is. Yeah.
2: You got your deer head actually here. It's here. Yeah. Yep. We got a lot. Of, how many heads we got here? In the studio, we got... Do we count euros or are we just counting shoulder mounts? Everything. Let's do euros. All right. You want to count them too? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six in the studio. What do we got out there? <sighs> out there. Field drip. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. Cameron's going to count real quick. How fast can you count? How fast can you count? Euros and everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just fun. The more you stack in, the better it looks. I have... I like the respect aspect of getting them mounted, but I really like a euro because I just like to handle them. That is, I cool. mean, we got 27.
2: twenty-seven out there.
0: Nice, it's
2: a lot. It's a yeah, it's fast guy. Oh, plus there's four in the in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. oh. over thirty yeah. there. Thirty-one, cool. Yeah, and then at home I have. Um. Uh, i have six at home it's hard to count them all up on the spot i have 23 at home 23 at home and a full mount turkey and we have a full mount turkey here
4: that's a lot of mounts Mm -hmm. how cool would it be to get all the working class boys get ross and clint and all of us and throw all of our (laughs) shit up on a barn (laughs) pull a barn down man that'd That'd be be a picture like one of them like iconic barn yeah we need a silo the barn picture
2: yeah. oh god, god that takes so much work i've got the barn 200 i would never want to do the work
0: i would have said bring
4: yeah i've got full body mounts i don't want to move <laughs> <laughs>
0: just photoshop those in
2: it would take a ton of work how oh, many man. screws that'd be we a, got to
3: get that'd be a whole lake weekend It'd be a three-day weekend there oh yeah you have to leave some overnight hanging rent a man lift that picture would be insane <laughs> gotta get a fucking jlg out there 120 footer
4: <laughs> you would we had to rent one from a ross has s- got a bucket truck
2: Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, good call. We had to get are we that doing, out are we there. Doing this, oh dude, I wouldn't All even want to. All the deer we've ever killed, shoulder mounts only. We could do it if we didn't have to move. Even if like, we full just bodies. did the last five years, well, you could put the full body like by you right on the ground. Yeah, but I don't want to take it up and down my stairs. Yeah, we just cut the that. head off it and come back and wood screw it back <laughs> together. Yeah, That's
3: a good call. Take a chainsaw to it and cut the head off. I'll I'll just rip its want, legs so off yeah, and throw I'll, it out would the, would the window. Yeah,
1: start at the kneecaps. I'm gonna we'll do it from there. Hey, I'm getting a
4: replica done, but I'll just bring the replica. Okay. okay. You just hack the head off. I just throw
3: it out the window. But Ross,
2: Ross would have to do it
1: with On like a mattress. two of them.
2: <laughs> Ross got three two hundred inch deer. The dude's pulling almost Mark Drury numbers at this point. Yeah. So rookie numbers. Who's got the, the most two hundred inch up? like real deer? Well, Josh Bomar's
4: <laughs> coming up there now. That's a good point. He's got six. Six? He's got six. Dang. Two hundred inchers? Yeah. Son of a B. Yeah, he's got six. I don't know if you count Spook or not, but Spook's no, got, like, no. fucking 20 of them.
0: Watch <laughs> these comments blow up.
2: The verdict's still out on Spook. I don't really know. I'd love to know. You got Mark.
4: You got Stan Potts. You got some heavy hitters in there. Adam Hayes. The Potts has got a
2: handful. He's yeah. got three, don't he's he? He's got four, I think. I feel like a lot of guys get, like, I can't talk. I'm not talking shit, but the greats, I feel like it's, like, three to five-ish is like... Oh, the, yeah. If and, you shoot three 200s, it's not an accident. Like, right. You know no, no, definitely doing. not.
1: Uh, I wish it, I could do that.
4: I'd take one. You got yeah. to find one. That's
3: a the thing. They're it's hard tough, to find man. one.
4: <laughs> I'm finding 80s and 90s, but can't find any 200s. <laughs> Son of a bee. I wish I
3: could find a fucking 140-inch right
2: now. <laughs>
4: Touche, Eric. Hey, just saying. Hey, we, we do too. But that's the thing. I think a lot of people are like out of touch with what kind of caliber of deer we have running around. Like I ended my season with a 157-inch deer, and I was fucking jacked to do it. Oh, like, yeah. We don't have 180s running around
3: no. on a regular
4: basis. No. I mean, it's just- that's rare. You see them every once in a while. Every few years, you might see one, but it's not a regular thing to see a booner.
2: C. James, 281. Sounds like the cover art for episode 600. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Man, I'm telling you, that'd be really cool. But son of a B.
3: That'd be a motherfucker.
2: It would take so much work. I, I did the barn picture in
4: 2012, right after I shot my first double drop. I you had did, like, really? I had like 15 or 17 or whatever my it was and, and stacked them all up. It was pretty cool. Pretty good.
3: The red one?
2: Yeah.
3: That wouldn't hold them all.
2: Maybe. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't.
4: I've got the barn. I got a barn that'll hold them all.
2: That's a ton of weight on the side of a barn. got will hold it. <laughs> you're confident. Hold I've it. got a
3: You're mess. asking the fucking barn expert the, uh, here. The barn man. Dude, We'd have to stack we're them we're in tight, yeah, but I got a like, barn that hold them all.
1: I need 10 people to help us. Oh,
3: fuck. Could you imagine, though? Quit talking like, about it, because we're going to end up doing it. <laughs> transporting all of them fucking deer heads.
2: Keeping
0: dude, them it safe would be while so you're epic. hanging them.
2: We, we would need, like, five enclosed trailers. <sighs> <sighs> no, I'm good. <laughs> Let the, hey, let's just take pictures of them all on the wall. Photoshop and then them together. All Photoshop it, <laughs> and then it'll look really cool. <laughs> it'll look really like shit. It'll look very flat. <laughs> very flat. <laughs> but God, you'd go insane
1: staring at that, trying to get around the mountains, navigate. I'll just get some heard.
2: giant calendar picture of a side of a barn and just and get us all like tough looking like check out all these 120s i got
3: it's a fucking barn from Argentina. <laughs> yeah.
2: look at that one's a piebald <laughs> up in <laughs> the corner <laughs> they're not even our deer <laughs> spray painted board yeah it's like check it out that's a you
1: just google search barn picture and like just stole someone else's deer
2: <laughs> yeah Could you know i don't know some of them some are just so poorly done they're just so tacky looking yeah. under- and they're under- always right. like Mean mug. Yeah, it's like, would you fight all the deer? Yeah. <laughs> Killed them with my bare hands. Yeah, it's like, hey, easy. Me and my truck. So, yeah, I see some weak ones in there. It's not going to be too cocky. <laughs> you know, what's that little guy doing? There? I know you got it mounted. Maybe not. I brought that one to the barn, you know?
1: Someone just said, I got a semi. <laughs> what's that? Oh, geez.
2: RJ. I got a semi. Oh, boy. Well, should we go through some uh, Patreon, or not Patreon, some uh, live? Is there any questions in there? I, I'm I gonna named, take a piss first. I named this the worst live WCB podcast. I should have like done something more. Thanks for uh, being in here, everybody. Um, going back to the cold stuff. Grab some Arctic Shield boot covers, boys. Life those safe. do work. I've got heard some good of those thing. off
0: camo fire for next to nothing. Really? Yeah. Throw a couple hand warmers in there with them. I think it was like eighteen bucks. Oh shit! That's crazy. Don't do what Lee did. Dominic's got a good one there.
2: I'm just going to wait for Austin here.
3: Yeah. Um, So did you hear the Lee story on on those Arctic Shield boot covers? uh, This is a good one. So he bought these fucking Arctic Shield boot covers. (laughs) He goes, these things are the biggest waste of money ever. I bought the XLs, and they don't fit over my boots. So he's in this fucking ground blind with a little buddy heater, and he takes his boots off and puts these things on with some hand warmers in there. And a couple of days go by, you know whatever, and I'm talking on the phone. I'm like, "Hey, you know, like I have XLs, like I've size 11, like mm-hmm. they fit great." Yeah. What'd you do? Because well, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> you didn't take the packing out of them or what? No, I guess they make like house slippers. <laughs> <laughs> so he bought the XL house slippers. For his fucking shoe to go over his boots, obviously they're not going to fit. That was incredible. <laughs> well, didn't he go up to the guy that was I don't know, he's at like Tysons or whatever. Oh, I didn't hear
2: this part. Oh, you didn't hear this part? No, <laughs> oh, I thought this was the part. Maybe he doesn't want me to tell this on the podcast. No, do it anyways. Who yeah, cares? Fuck him, dude. So uh, he, I went up to the guy, and the guy was in a wheelchair, and he was like, Hey, man, do you know where these like, boot warmer things? is like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't feel my feet. And Lee was like... He goes, I'm just messing with you, dude. They're over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy's hilarious.
2: He's like, oh.
3: That's the guy you want. Yeah. It's
2: like, thanks, man. A um, couple questions. Uh, Brandon a great job on that cold as fuck buck. Lord on buck or buck daddy. Lord or buck daddy. Buck daddy sounds cool. Lord daddy. Lord daddy. Lord daddy. Dominic asks, what was your food plot set up? How did you access it without getting seen? I was climbing to my blind and saw a deer stand up almost 200 yards into the timber and run away. Saw a deer stand almost 200 yards up and run away. How'd you get into your blind? That's the question.
4: Well, honestly, this bean plot was kind of an afterthought. So I went in and I planted my big time, and we didn't get the rain that I wanted. So the big time came up, but it was like a couple inches tall. It wasn't the big lush big time plot that I was expecting there. So when I was combining, uh, there happened to be beans on the farm that year. And I just thought, well, I've already got the blind set here, you know, maybe I'll leave some beans here in hopes that if they're not hitting the big time, they'll come out and they'll hit the beans so i I just left a swath that was I don't know fifty seventy yards wide by eighty yards to a hundred yards long, um I don't know a third of an acre probably, and luckily, I did that because they were they would come out and hit the big time, but like when it got really cold like that that night, they were in the beans. So luckily I left that swath of beans there. Um, as far as getting in and out, that setup's going to get changed next year because I, I was getting picked off going in and out. Um, luckily that night there wasn't any bedded right on the edge of the food. So I got in without bumping anything, but I have been bumping some deer going into that spot. So mm. it's going to change next year. I'm going to redesign that area and do some screening and be able to sneak in and out with the right wind.
0: Going kind to of build a garage with borderline. Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, I like yeah, get- but- uh, C. James 281. I still think the, the giraffe should go full body mounted, head through the ceiling up to the second floor, coming out of the floor upstairs. We don't have it upstairs, but that's oh. a great thought.
3: <laughs> I told all my neighbors I was going to have it coming out my roof and just put a plexiglass box A bubble? It. <laughs> it's a little bubble over it? <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome. It would be.
2: Nobody knows the guys with the most 200-inchers. inches. is a good, good point. There's dudes out there with more than Probably and no one knows their name. Yeah, yeah. But also, I get it. Does Doug drive from Iowa every podcast? Eric, too. Yeah, yeah. We both do. That sucks. Does Doug? Does Doug get to bring his mom's deer for the picture? We don't have enough room for all that. Eat shit. Yeah. (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Who said that? He's coming for you. I love it. Well, boys, it's a good podcast. Thomas. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Yeah, YouTube Live. We don't do it often. Maybe we'll try to do it more often. This was pretty easy once we have everything set up and I cussed and kicked cords around for a bit. But sometimes you got to do that, you know?
3: That's right. Sometimes you got to do that. Shit happens. Sometimes you got to throw stuff. Hey, kick some cords. You know? Just don't kick the wall.
2: Maybe we'll try and do this um, more often, you know? Maybe a couple times a month. Kind of fun. The bad thing of it is like we're pre-recording, right? So this is like down the road. But mm-hmm. um, but True. then you'll forget about all this and you'll listen to it again. But there there wasn't that many people in here, but there's a good fair amount. So we we appreciate you guys. So if you're in here and you haven't liked the live, please get in there and do that. Um, much appreciated. Our YouTube is weak AF.
3: We Need to grow our YouTube, people.
2: <laughs> yeah, YouTube sucks. It's only just because we don't last, know how to do it.
1: Why the last four comments are shitting on me? Well,
2: Doug, listen, Doug can't
3: count oh, do. either. We do
2: have a semi, though. Oh, you do only drive here yeah, from your Iowa. Yeah, dad does,
3: but he hates you. Oh,
2: God, he does. You do
3: only <laughs> drive here.
2: Remember that one time you forgot we were doing a podcast?
1: It was we, never confirmed when we were doing a podcast. Yes, it was. It was Thursday, it was, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> it
3: was 100% confirmed that we were doing a podcast. No, it was never confirmed. Doug's like, I could
2: reach out because we do it every week for the last, what, how long have you been on Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I like girls more. What a idiot!
3: He was thinking. You he, he was thinking with his other head. If you know hey, does Doug. it have a
0: mustache too?
3: Damn, the womb broom is you, what you call that one. Do you have two
2: mustaches? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, nah, bigger. Just one. Just one mustache, huh? That's all you need. Do we want to product launch something right now? You want to do it now? Must
1: well be right. on live.
3: You got it
2: here? Go get it,
1: Eric.
3: I don't know. Where is it at?
2: Right behind the bar. Okay. Exclusive. BRB. Exclusive. Hold on. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. How you doing, Doug? I'm doing great. <laughs> God, I hate that thing. I need to do uh Eric did this chair. need to do a better... What is that? Oh, he's got... Cockaburrs on them. party after the Iowa Deer Classic. Hmm, probably we always party after the Iowa Deer Classic. Yeah, we'll party somewhere. How many shed bucks are you guys seeing? I've only seen a couple.
4: I've seen one on each property, at least one on, on the each night. property. I've
2: seen they two. were gonna need on the, on the hoof. Mr. Dowd, we're gonna need that camera on Doug's face. Can you zoom in on me? real close? <laughs> he can't zoom, he doesn't have zoom capabilities. Okay, but. If you really focus on that camera and make eye
3: contact and show the product, you could do your spiel and then walk up to the camera and get it real close.
1: Okay. Or you can hold it up to the camera while I talk. No, you hold it. Okay. All right, guys. This is your brand. No pressure. We got a very special new product coming out. It's going to change all your lives for the better. Hopefully. Most likely. 99% chance. But. You're going to look better, you're going to feel better, and your mustache will look amazing.
2: Give us, a, give us the rundown. On, so, first, show, show closer to the camera. I, you got to... Give just, it here. you hit it. It. You're the worst <laughs> just
0: hit, fucking just Billy Mays of all to talk time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there's more. No, that's it. <laughs> Billy Mays. <Maze>. But wait. <laughs> How
3: does that look? With three easy payments of $3...
1: It's been tested, and it works. Have you tried it, Eric? Yeah. Have you tried it? I have not. This one's been used. (laughs) Whoops.
2: It's organic. Does it smell good? Mm. Smells like Doug. And? All right. For people who are listening in podcast land, let me do a better plug on your own product than you do. Well, are you a sad, sorry bitch of a man. I should have wrote that. That was mean, but I
1: should have wrote a I was a little over the top. That was mean. I should have wrote a script. Hey, it made you guys laugh. Hey,
3: hey. Now Let you sound that. like Doug's
2: dad. <laughs> yeah. You just do that to people. <laughs> you make us spot bring, you then I, regret I, it. I, 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 regret I, it. I, All right. I, it's
4: not just for mustaches. I just bring out the hating
2: people. <laughs> you're your heart. Let it out. <laughs> Alright. Alright. No, this is for real though. Um it's a it's Doug has his own line of mustache wax coming out, but it is legit organic American made product. It's a real product. It seems like a joke, but it's real. I made mean, it
1: with cans and you've been using it. I've been using it and I have been reaping the benefits. What benefits? I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be determined. I I put it on. Show us how. What? Give, give us the rundown. How do you How do you use it? Give us a tutorial. We gotta, so s- we gotta have it.
3: the benefits in the description. So the, the, the
2: lid, the cover is Doug's all natural scent free working class Bow hunter mustache and beard wax bomb. It's more of a mustache wax. It's a harder um, bomb. Uh, someone if it's bush light scent um,
1: most of the time because you're drinking bush light. That's, That's just the smell just of your upper it just, mixes it yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just breathe. <laughs>
2: yeah. And if it smells like shit, so what take I Take a do, shower. I'm
1: a, I'm, a, I'm a thumb guy, so I like to get the thumb in there, you know? Are
2: you full thumb it, huh? It's mm. right in there. Mm. And I you wanted to use some, but not now. Nice
1: and easy. And just...
2: Ah, interesting method. Left side, a little more. So you're
0: using your right finger
1: side. to
2: get the wax warm and then yeah. applying that. You want to get it nice
1: and, you know, heated up a little bit. Warm it up. If you don't warm it up, it's not going to do anything.
0: Does it work on your bowstring?
2: It probably does. I bet it does. <laughs> Holy shit. God I didn't even damn. think about that. Great. Good thing you're here, Jed. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I want to touch it now, but I'll give her a go. <laughs> I wash my hands. <laughs> yeah, so we're friends. Does my mustache look better? You're you listening. Go? Glorious. It's like a turkey call. You got to go on the unused spot over here. <laughs> I don't really have much of a mustache anymore. I just shaved off my biker stash. Does it look better, Eric? <laughs> No comment. Yep. Yeah. Go, fuck you.
1: Yeah, I'm getting way better that. for sure. Yeah, you are for sure.
2: It's a good product. Sam, better watch out.
1: Shout out to the, the Antler Shed you
3: for thumb?
2: making this for us. This what is like do do? a co-brand deal.
3: I do a little different. I'm like I, I always, I always got my. Figure, he's getting a big old chunk, and then I always got it like. When he, you what, do that. Doing. Then you warm it up because I got a beer like a fucking man. So, you got to get a little bit more <laughs> than a fucking mustache. Well, that's debatable. Then you heat her up and then you rubber her in. Nice.
2: Yeah, that's the move right there. Yeah, you got to get it in there. So, you you use it more as a balm.
3: <clears throat> no, wax. Nice and deep.
2: The full blown beard wax.
3: This is a wax, not a balm.
2: Well, it, if you get it warm enough, it's a balm.
3: A balm is like if you have an actual balm, it's like a, not a liquid, but kind of foamy. It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said
1: hey, I got to bring my dad on now. I think he will come on a podcast. Him and my mom. Just
3: line it up. Marv? i will yeah. just hate on you the whole time. Do well, I got to call him? No. Hey,
2: listen. Doug won't schedule you, so. We'll schedule it.
3: <laughs> I'll call him. Yeah. We'll have to get that done. And just not invite Doug? That'd be the best. <laughs> he would hate on me for sure. Doug would forget about
2: it? Yeah. He'd be doing something else. How do you feel about your product, Doug? Are you proud of it? I am proud of it. And I think it's going to go places. Okay.
1: I think we need to make some good, a good commercial for it, though. So. Coming to a trade show near you. Oh, yeah. It'll be to every trade show. And uh, I'll sign the cane for you. Wow. Cocky. Maybe I'll put a little mustache hand there. Shit, fuck. I like it. Oh, that's better or worse. See, look at Lord,
3: Lord's glistening right now. He's going in for it. <laughs> it's like light is brighter. You're or just. He gets he as, like, Jesus Christ, it smells like Bigfoot's dick in here. <laughs> it
1: smells like Doug's face. But I'm horny still.
3: <laughs> but I'm more horny. Somewhere. I don't know what's
1: happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's a good product. And that's when you cut to the camera and say, Doug's mustache Wax." Hey, that's I'm the commercial. No,
4: I'm Doug. <laughs> 60% of the time it works. Every, every time.
1: time.
2: Love it. Well, I think it's time to get out of here. All right. End on a strong note. And that's a uh, it, you assholes. We don't have it on our store yet, but we will real soon. (laughs) Hopefully by this time this launches. Also, real quick on the
3: live, we have new shirts out, too, in the store. Go get them. Go get them. Very cool.
2: All right. Sorry for everybody at normal podcast land. The end of this podcast, you're just like, what's happening in the world? (laughs) And uh, sorry about that, but we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you, everybody, that joined us on the live. Um, And we will see you soon. Good luck for whatever season you have left. Go
1: find some sheds. Thanks for the support. Thank you, guys. We love We really appreciate you.
2: You know what to do? Go shoot your bow. Love you guys. And now we gotta awkwardly end this live. Unless, uh, Cameron, you got a end
0: button over there.